let's play a game. Yeah, we're recording. So, right. hello, one and all, to yet another edition of Is It Worth It, the podcast where we used to talk about rare and valuable games, but now we just talk about whatever the hell we want. <laughs> Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Blaine Jay, and with me, as always, co-host James Mulholland. Also, greetings, everyone. We have a special guest in the way of my buddy Winston. We call him Pooh Bear. Uh, he's he's on one because he was just coming over to have some drinks with me on a Tuesday night, which we sometimes do and play retro games and watch like old SNL skits and stuff. And um, he, uh, awesome. yeah, he, he's a great kid. He's uh, 27. I've known him since he was like what Winston, like eight. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, about like eight years <laughs> old or something like that. And uh, I don't know. We just started hanging out. We both play Magic, and uh, he's into a lot of the same stuff I am. And he helped me on uh, the game that we're going to be talking about this month in the way of uh, I have no idea how to play Mahjong. <laughs> like, still don't. After watching Winston do it two or three hours, uh, he unlocked a lot of the Mahjong stuff for me. And I sat there and watched him play and uh, made fun of all the, you know, Ron and Pon and I don't Did know. Did I play it that long? You you played a few hours, yeah. Cheap Pon and Cheap Pon and Ron. Yeah. I have no idea, but yeah. So that was one of the many <laughs> games. But uh, just not to to leave you hanging because uh, I told you I'd tell you this, and it's been a month, but I remembered right after I got off the. Uh, oh yeah, the tornado. Yeah, the phone with you last time. We uh, we got hit by a tornado. Literally, like. Uh, like not even an hour after I was like, Oh, I better get to editing. That is scary. That is scary. It's pretty messed up, man. Yeah. Because like we're wife's like, Oh, you need to get home now. There's a tornado. Cause I, I left to get something at uh, gas or something. I can't remember. And I was like, why? She's like, Oh, it's tornado alert. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, cause we get those yeah. all the time. I live in tornado alley. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I don't exactly rush home, but I get home and then, uh, where the lights go out because we lose power and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I'll get some flashlights and whatever else. And I start yeah. gathering them up and I remember, Hey, I've got one in the car. So uh-huh. I'm going to go out to the car to get a flashlight. And wife's like, you're crazy. You don't go out there. And I was like, yeah. I'll be fine woman. I'm a man. I could beat up a tornado. <laughs> and I, yeah. I walk about two feet outside, look above me. And it's like a scene from a movie, like no shit. Really? The clouds are swirling above my head in a fashion that looks very much like a tornado forming. It's like a oh whirlpool, but like centered above my house. So I'm like, uh-huh. oh, shit, get in there, get in there. And she's like, what? And I'm like, just get in the bathroom. So like we're all crammed in the bathroom. <laughs> it's a tornado. About a second later, a tornado hits. It was probably that damn one forming above my house at the airport, which is uh-huh. less than a mile from my house. And it destroys just all kinds of stuff right and, through my neighborhood yeah right through winston's neighborhood <laughs> knocks a poor tree over and this guy's uh on, on top of your fence and knocked it all the shit and uh, uh-huh. on the shop out back yeah laying on his he's got like a game shop out back where they keep uh-huh. like and then mess that all up and yeah good times uh really tore everything up around here luckily our street somehow didn't get affected like next door yeah on both sides of me they got like all the winds and stuff tore their houses all the crap and mine is Uh fine so that happened and then like the very next week we got flooding oh yeah Yeah. 
to the point where like it shut down basically every road coming in to Fort Smith. It was it was completely crazy. We had like from my work, I could see the river. Normally, it's a mile away, uh, but they Uh had blockades less than a block from where I work. It was nuts. So for like a week, you couldn't get into Oklahoma. Crazy, crazy, you know, and I kept getting calls from people I hadn't heard from in in years. You know, my Aunt Kitty called me. Are you okay? I saw on the news that Fort Smith was flooded and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, wow. Uh, we almost made it to the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was crazy. The whole amphitheater was underwater. The brand new museum yeah. they put in was underwater. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we've been having some of that, uh, you know, not that it's real, but, you know, that all that climate change is written. No, of course I believe in climate change. <laughs> Look at this crazy <laughs> shit. This is ridiculous. And yet there's yeah. still people that are like, nah, that shit ain't real. It's like, look at this shit. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, something's going on. Knee deep in water. That's ah, not real. Everything's cool now, though? Yeah, for the most part. Like, mm. you can get back in Oklahoma now. And, uh, the water's still pretty high, but it's not crazy. And uh, we're still, we just got a tornado warning just the other day again, so that's fun. It's still storming all the time, and it's tough to mow the lawn because it's always wet. And, uh-huh. uh, is this I, the season for it? Does it always happen around this time? Oh, yeah. This this time of year is ridiculous, man. I mean, uh, and Fort Smith has always been kind of safe from tornadoes yeah, uh-huh. to some extent. Like, we've gotten a few, but usually we're... Because we're, we're right on the river, usually if a tornado happens, it follows the river and uh, doesn't hit us. So The yeah. last, last tornado I ever experienced was 96. Yeah, that 90, was, 96 oh, it messed up uh, downtown real bad. And it, Van Buren, apparently. I didn't know that. Uh, to this day, our uh, original city hall is nothing but the... Uh, it looks like a movie prop. Like when you see an old western and it's just the front uh-huh. of the building. <laughs> Everything else on the old city hall is has been demolished, but they left the front up. So it says, City Hall established 1911 or whatever, and it's <laughs> just that archway. Because <laughs> the tornado done picked it up back in 96. <laughs> <laughs> How long does tornado season last? Uh, typically it's three or four months. And then... Uh, then we're pretty good, but they can happen any time of year here. You know, uh, all it takes mm-hmm. is because we're right in that sweet spot, man, where we're close enough to the south where we get the hot, and then we're close enough north where we get the cold, and they just converge right Ooh. here, and we just get tornadoes all the time. So yeah, that happened. So that's fun. But uh, people probably don't want to hear tornado talk. They're yeah. they're tuning in to listen to uh, nonsense. A podcast about a, a video game, and that video game this month is Yakuza Zero, which basically everybody in uh, in Discord has been playing. I don't know if you you knew, but Clayton's playing. Uh, I believe uh-huh. Menthian, our friend Menthian, was playing it. Um, of course, Saiten, he's the one that wanted us all to play it. Nick played it and played all the way through it. Um, oh, and uh, Cujo, he's been on the show a couple times. Cujo's playing it. Everybody mm-hmm. was playing this freaking game, so... We've, I finally got on the bandwagon. We're like, all right, we're going to play it too. And luckily, not a lot of spoilers were spoiled for me. Um, you spent, you said you spent about 10 hours on the game. About 10, 12 hours. I only got through about chapter five. So I'm glad you finished it because at least one of us got through this thing. This thing is just a monster. It took you how long? How long did you play it for? 56 hours I put into this game. Um, That's over, insane. Over the course of a month, which is a lot of time for Blaine J. I mean, I was yeah. literally playing it. You know, I don't have a lot of free time. So I was playing mm-hmm. it a lot. Um, after you know after work and just uh-huh. every day instead of watching like i'm not caught up on netflix like i normally am and stuff like that <laughs> like uh, i'm kind of behind on all that stuff i really spent a lot of time on this at least two hours a day for the past month but it was it was fun the, the entirety uh-huh. of the time because 
thing about the game, and I'm sure you notice as well, is like starting from chapter one, you can just play and play within that town, within the sandbox that they offer you almost endlessly. Um, you've got yeah. all these side quests that occur that aren't mandatory for you to do. Um, but I got really, lost. I got lost in the side quests. Just, I mean, hours yeah. spent doing that. And see, that's where I was too. I was probably 40 plus hours in before I was like, oh shit, uh, it's time to record. I need to start trying to see uh, about beating this game because I was on like chapter four or five at that time. And I figured maybe there was like six, eight chapters. And then I look up online, it's like 17. I was like, ah, <laughs> but they really do go like super fast once you uh-huh. start playing the game. Uh, was there any like, before we get into it, I don't know, you want to talk first about like uh, the game itself is pretty old like not this version yakuza 0 is a, i believe a remake of the original yakuza which came out on playstation 2 back in like gosh i don't even know maybe like 2005 between 2005 2010 right and um well, this is the first i've heard of this game was it always a uh, release for in the united states yeah yeah, yeah? Yakuza, oh. yakuza 1 and 2 are both on the playstation 2 if i remember correctly oh, okay and then, like, they took off around PlayStation 3, and uh-huh. there's three or four titles. I, own, I think I own three Yakuza games on PlayStation 3 and never had played any of them. Okay. And then everyone kept talking about Yakuza 0 and, like, hey, if you're going to play any Yakuza game, play this one. So I was like, all right, cool, and uh, mentioned it for the show and got to play it. And now I'm like... Why the fuck haven't I been playing these games all along? They're incredible. They're nothing like I thought they were. Like, they've always been described to me as being, like, a fixed Shinmu. And I, I don't uh-huh. know, Winston, if you're familiar with Shinmu, but there's this game called Shinmu that, oh, this is part of the reason why Sega quit making games. It almost bankrupt them. It cost, like, what, like, $100 million or something at the time. I'm not sure of the real numbers, but it was one of the most, I believe it was at the time, the most expensive game ever made. And the creator had this idea to make a game that was a complete sandbox where you could do anything. And within the game, you play as this character named Kiru or something. It's been a long time. Uh-huh. Forgive me if I got it wrong. But he, uh, He's trying to avenge the death of his father, and you're given this kind of like GTA-like sandbox, but before GTA, and you fight guys occasionally, and you can do some mundane tasks, like get a job uh, uh, using a forklift at a warehouse. Is a <laughs> You have to do it to complete the game. Stupid stuff, you know, and there's all these side games on there, too, and like hidden things you can do, like you could play other games within it and stuff. And when I'm playing Yakuza 0, I noticed a lot of the same stuff, except 100% it's fixed. It's not nearly as lame. The voice voice acting is fucking incredible because what they did instead of uh trying to like americanize it or have Mm -hmm. like they did with shinlu they just left in the awesome japanese actors that just have these great voice like you you can even if you weren't reading what was going on you'd uh you'd get an idea of what's going on just by the way they talk and um a lot of personality these guys voices and stuff And, and then they give you subtitles and what a game, you know, where to start with it because it's kind of like it's kind of like GTA meets RPG meets all kinds of side stuff that you can do. I mean, if you're into darts, batting cages, mahjong, uh, yeah, some... meets like Wii Sports, like really. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can play pool. It's got a good what? pool interface. There's a bowling game, uh, karaoke. Karaoke, there's a dance hall where you can go disco, and all these games are like really in depth. 
They're not like yeah. tiny little games. These are things that would be a full game, you know, 20 years ago. You know, like yeah. this is a better darts game than the game fucking Magic Darts for the NES. You know, it's a better pool game than Lunar Pool. You know, it's it straight like, up has full on Mahjong too. It's, yeah, it's got nuts. Yeah, the full Mahjong awesome. game. Which Winston played, and I'm going to have Winston explain uh, just briefly the how you play mahjong because he told me, and I still don't get it. But maybe if you can just like <laughs> real quick lean in the mic and like tell people a little bit about how mahjong is, and their eyes can glaze over. Oh yeah, so uh, if you've never played mahjong, it's basically uh, the best way to describe it. If you ever played a deck of fifty-two card game like poker or something, I'd sure. say it's a mix of poker and rummy, I guess. And uh, just the goal of the game is there's a uh, there's like a wiki page you can use if you've never played to look up all the different winning hands. Because I've actually never really played a lot of poker. But yeah, sure, straight, sure, yeah. You, you do that exact same thing in this game. Like uh, there are four suits of cards. There's three suits of tiles. You have the bamboo sticks. They're called the sew. The uh, the pins, the little circles. And then the uh, the man tiles, which are just Japanese uh, characters or whatever. Then you've got the dragons and the winds. And uh, all you do is form certain kind of hands. Like there's one called all simples where your whole hand consists of two through uh, two. Th- Two through eight. Uh, if you get a dragon, that makes your hand scoring. The rest of it can be whatever you want. And the goal of the game is everyone starts with an amount of points. And uh, when you win hands, uh, the bigger your hand is, you'll take points from players. If they deal your winning tile or if you draw draw the tile yourself, uh, everyone just pays you like an equal amount. And uh, you'll just kind of do rounds until everyone's been the dealer a couple times. And whoever, uh, if someone bankrupts first, they're out. Or if uh, uh, or everyone's the dealer a couple times, then the game ends. Pretty simple, but it's... Thanks but, for keeping it relatively yeah. short. I was starting to fall asleep. Yeah, James, you okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, blame, okay. blame watching for a bit. He's like, nah, man, you keep playing. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, it was cool. I watched him for about two hours, and uh, it was, you know, it's interesting. It's effectively just a card game, but yeah. played with tiles. Um, <laughs> pretty cool. And then there's another game, like, called Shogi, which this old man plays that Winston had no idea what it was. And I started playing it, and it seems to be some weird variant of chess. Because it, it very much plays like chess, except the pieces are represented by tiles with a Japanese character on it. And I can't read Japanese, so I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is. But then I went to move it, and I was like, oh, this is kind of like a chessboard. And they move like chess pieces. I'm like, okay, these are your pawns and stuff. So I think it's some weird variant of chess. And I i don't uh, know. I didn't, like, fuck around with it too much. I do like chess. I'm not very good at it. I didn't see you do that. Yeah. Well, you weren't here that day. Oh, but yeah. Right. Um and like you said, James, you can just get lost in this, and it unlocks stuff within the game that you can, you know, various uh, weapons and stuff. I think Winston unlocked a couple of weapons for me playing Mahjong. Um, nothing really overly no, I amazing. I was just playing but, for money. And yeah, you can win money and stuff too. And yeah, there's such – as you pre- proceed through the game, I mean – you you fight to make money. That's one way. Like random guys just jump mm-hmm. you everywhere you go. And everywhere. <laughs> yeah, literally every five minutes, someone's like, hey, it's that guy. And you're like, oh, you think I'd get a reputation for being like the baddest ass motherfucker in the land with yeah. a very short order or there'd be some cops or something. But there's cops are very uh, woefully underrepresented. I think I only saw one in the entire game and he's uh, <laughs> They're afraid. he's in a side quest, you know, and you, you end up being able to actually hire him. Um so, so all these side, uh, like, Mahjong and this game, you yeah, play, yeah, yeah. Uh, they actually feel like they're part of the game. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. You, you play all the side quests and it unlocks not, not, not only the stuff like the Mahjong and the sports, and there's, like, even an arcade where you go to, to where you can play, like, old uh, Sega arcade games. They've got, like, a full Space Harrier, a full uh, Hang-On, a full... Um, 
what is it, that driving game, uh, hard driving or something. And you can just play those games. They're old Sega games that are just within the game. You go to the arcade and you can play them in the crane game to win crane <laughs> items and stuff. They just feel but, like they're part of your character's adventure. <laughs> but yeah, there's like a hundred side quests on top of that, or what? more than... <laughs> Where, like, people will just stop you in the street and be like, hey, you look like a tough guy or whatever it might be. And they'll say, I need your help with this. And then if you do everything in that quest correctly, it uh, unlocks everything from items that are given to you right away to, like, some really silly things to some gross things where um, they'll, they'll join you later on. Like, there was one um, I did, James. I don't know if you did uh, for, ah, uh, gosh, can't remember his name, but the the guy with the eye patch. Um where there's this lady that keeps cutting in front of you in line and she looks like uh, a, I don't know, like a gross old woman. She's like fat. She's wearing this sweater with like a cat on it and she keeps cutting you in line. And uh, there's like three quests that you do with her and she gives you a piece of candy as a reward. And then the last reward, you get a kiss and I'm like, gross. And then later in the game. I have game, no idea what you're talking about. Right. I, I missed this side quest. Oh, there's there's a ton you there's a ton I, I miss. There's a ton you miss. But what's funny about this yeah. one is later on, like I think at chapter seven or eight, you unlock uh you get your own club with the the one eyed guy, and <laughs> you can hire women to uh talk to you know it's like apparently it's a thing in japan where like you have these clubs where you'll sit down with a woman and they don't like strip for you or whatever but like they just talk to you and make you feel good about yourself and they're pretty and you just pay them money to sit with you and you talk and have a few drinks and then you leave right so, mm-hmm. so you can hire all these different women throughout the game, various means. Some of them are through quests and stuff. Well, that old lady is one of them. And they, all the women have stats and they can level up too, right? <laughs> and that old lady starts out with maximum uh, talk. Her like talk ability is way high, but her like sexy ability is way low. <laughs> but you can like level her and like get her get women to wear different outfits and stuff. And it's it's wild. It's like way in depth. And it's only there... It's literally just there to make money and to have fun with, you know. He said her sexy ability. Yeah, her sexy ability. <laughs> That's a and stat. She's, she's got like purple hair, literally, and a big sweater, and she's you know she's a disgusting old woman. So she's like talk one hundred and sexy too. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much, yeah. But there's there's all kinds of quests like that, and several of them. And you don't even realize them at the time, James. I'm sure you like did a lot of these side quests where you're just helping someone out. But later in the you, game. Go ahead. I was gonna say, did you do the uh, producer side quest? Yeah, yeah, I did that one. <laughs> that was the most recent one I did, and I was, I was just, why is that in the game? Why not? You see, <laughs> no, I guess it's just like a movie, not movie trivia. It's like film set trivia, right? Film set trivia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, what is this and what is that? And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I think we should. Uh, God, I can't remember the terms, but yeah, they use a, a term that they would use on the set of a movie. And if you don't know what you're talking about, like you won't finish the quest. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked those up so I wouldn't fuck them up. Yeah, well, <laughs> you you become friends with people through that. And later in the game, they might join you in either the harem that I told you about the one-eyed guy has or the main character, uh, Kiyu or whatever. I, I'm bad with names, especially when they're Japanese. Yeah. Um, but the, the main character, 
he opens up a business venture where he opens a real estate agency and you can start bu buying property around town, like all the different restaurants and different stuff you see, you can buy them. And then through that, uh, all these people you made friends with, you can hire them to uh, do things at certain locations and they'll have like the guys from the movie set, they might be good at like production. So like you'll have like some place that that's the stat that you need the most, you put them on that and then it would raise money faster for you and such and then once you get to a certain level on the the real estate thing you unlock all the locked abilities that are in your um your chains or what do you call that your link tree that uh -huh. your characters have for their different uh your abilities. sphere grid yeah your sphere grid effectively it's a lot like final <laughs> fantasy 10 listeners yeah. where you'll uh pay a certain amount of money to unlock like a health boost and then when it's once it's unlocked it's forever unlocked or maybe and then that one will lead to this another one that you can unlock like a new move and then maybe like a, a longer dash or run faster or whatever it might be and then once you mm -hmm. unlock all those uh you've got a second set that you can see but it says locked and it won't let you into those you unlock those through doing the real estate and stuff in the game so really fucking in-depth game i played 56 hours i didn't unlock the second half of that at all i only spent about an hour trying to mess around with the old lady in the harem um mm -hmm. i mean i ran everywhere and talked to everyone i could uh is there any like missions that like really stood out to you that were like really super fun or really super funny well let's talk about the storyline i mean the storyline was just incredible like it really it's is. a mystery and it keeps you going it keeps tell us about it i mean you'd, you'd probably do a much better job since you played much more than well you. i i didn't want to get into the storyline overly much yet i was uh Oh, okay. Uh, I can, but I was I was wanting to just like hear if there was any like certain, uh, like like one of those my favorite side quests that I did that I I got early on was there's this band that you've never heard of. Did you do that one where you see them in the mm, courtyard? No, I don't think I did the band one. Okay, well there's this band and they're dressed kind of like uh, Japanese biker gang guys, right? Uh-huh. And you, all these people are going crazy for him. And you see, uh, you're like, you see all these people like, oh, yeah, the super band, whatever their name is, I don't know, let's just call them the Beatles, because that's effectively what they are, <laughs> um, are uh -huh. going to be here any minute, uh, and they're finally going to do an interview with the fans. And uh -huh. you're like, I've never, your character's like, I've never even heard of this band or whatever. And then... um you see like this greaser looking dude like looking and you're like, what's that guy over there? So you run over there and he's like, okay, fine. You caught me, but don't tell him I'm here. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, oh, you're not a fan. I'm the lead singer of that band. And you're like, no, I know nothing about you. And then he's like, well, um, I'm in a real pickle. You see, for the last three years, me and my band have been pretending to be like really into biker shit and racing cars and all this stuff, but we actually know nothing about it. We're actually just like three really nerdy dudes that never took off until we took on these personas. So we never do public interviews because we don't know what to say. And then you have to like walk them through what it is they should say. And I actually did this one without a guide because I didn't know that it was important for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and I, but I got it right, thank God. And there's it's it's funny. There's this one guy that's like super shy, and I can relate to that. And um, in the trio, and he's like, "Well, what am I supposed to say if if they ask me a question?" And you've got all these options, and one of them is say, "Don't say nothing, just stare them down." And I chose that, and it's the right answer, I guess. <laughs> and they like thought he was so badass. They're like, 
man, that drummer, he doesn't even fucking, he, he won't crack. We, we were asking him, you know, what his favorite pizza was, and he just stared at me like he wanted to kick my ass. He's so cool. You know, <laughs> and they were all like losing their awesome. shit over this band, and that was a cool one. And then you unlock the band leader, and he's really good at something, and you use him later on. But yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about the story if you want to. Um, like, the rest of the game, like, a, a lot of fighting. Think of like... Uh, Gosh, I don't know. It's almost Street Fighter, but with button mashy stuff. It's a but you unlock a little Batman music. Arkham Asylum a little bit stash. mixed in, yeah. And a little more skills though involved, I think. Yeah, and you uh, you unlock different um, like abilities. You've got three levels of rage that you get, and depending on in some cases whether or not you're drunk, uh, or depending on what weapon you're holding, or proximity to whatever it is in the area, like there could be a, mm-hmm. a curb or a car or whatever, you, you can do these moves that you could only do in that area, or if you're holding a certain weapon, or if a certain item is in your inventory. I bought a fucking orange, an orange, from a goddamn mini-mart or something. I was just like, oh, cool, I'll just buy an orange, I don't know what it did. And the very next fight I got into, I fucking stuffed an orange into the guy's mouth and then like punched him in the mouth and orange juice scored out. And I was like, what just happened? What, what was that? There are so many. I forget what they call them, like sieges or something. I can't remember. But um, there's so many in the game. I didn't unlock the half of them. And they're so cool. And they deal a huge amount of damage. Yeah, it's really cool, man. There's all kinds of them. There's like if you're next to a car, you can either bash their head into the hood of the car or open the door and like slam the door on their face and all this like killer stuff, man. And the weapons, man. James, did you get any like really weird weapons when you were playing? Nothing weird. I got a bat. That was the big one from going to the batting cages for like two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's not even that good a bat. Um, no. Yeah, there are some weird weapons, man. I got a pair of fish that were tied together with chains. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But you use like nunchucks and they were resistant to fire. Uh, I got electric nunchucks. I got a literal cannon, like a cannon. And I was like, surely this isn't an actual cannon. But no, you're holding like a full size cannon and you can <laughs> fire it into people. I got a bowling ball where you like it has a you're just beating people in the face with a bowling ball one handed. And then you can use a special move with it with your rage goes up where you can literally bowl someone down. It hits them in the shin and they fall over. <laughs> Oh my um, God! I mean, all I, firecrackers, uh, wooden katanas, actual swords, knives, butterfly knives, just all, all kinds of guns. I got a shotgun. I got an old timey like gun. Uh, just crazy stuff, man. And you just beat down with all of it. And uh, unfortunately, one of the the things I will say that I didn't like about it is a uh, weaponry uh, degrades, and I guess it would have to, but it degrades awful quickly, and it becomes mm-hmm. useless pretty quick, and then you have to pay to get it, like, uh, repaired, and so you can't, like, just use weaponry, but you don't really want to anyway. You really want to be using your different abilities, and, and throughout the course of the game, I, I think there might be a fourth ability as well, but each main character unlocks uh, three different stances that they can take, um, mm-hmm. and they're completely badass. I love all of them. They all have, like, different uses you know um anyway not to get too too much into those but i think the main character which ones did you unlock james i just had the one guy the whole time Mm. i never got to anyone else like i said i only got through i think chapter four or five wow i I got anything else i think i I was thinking chapter four was uh the one-eyed guy but uh maybe Uh, maybe not maybe Uh, i didn't get that far maybe i got to check chapter four Yeah, no, no, I don't know. It's been about a week and a half since I've played it, but 
Right on. Oh, wait, you know what? There was something unfurling, and I, but I didn't play as him. I did, I, that's where I stopped. I, I think you're right. I think I was, it was introducing a new guy, but I, I stopped and I had to like, stop playing. Oh, that it sucks. Was chapter four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the main guy you get uh, his his normal one is called Brawler, and it's just like street mm-hmm. brawling brawling abilities, and it's pretty cool. Uh, the second one he gets, I think, is called uh, like uh, it's, it's you're super fast. Yeah, you're super fast. Rush. You it's called Rush. Rush. Yeah, you can dash yeah. around and like it. You can dodge all kinds of attacks with it really proficiently when you bring that all the way up, and uh, it's real good for one on one fighting. And the Brawler is good for when you have like two or three, and then the third uh-huh. ability. Is uh, you just start called, throwing shit at people. Yeah, it's called use, rage. Like, you mm-hmm. use the environment around you, and like oh, when yeah. you press the punch button, you'll just pick up whatever shit is near you, and like swing that into people, whether it be bicycles or whatever the fuck, um, traffic cones, whatever you find, and you'll use that. And what's James? You still there? Still here? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, sound like you muted. Um, uh, what's cool about it is that I realized you can actually pick up motorcycles when you're in rage mode, but you can't pick them up otherwise. So if there's a motorcycle near you when you're in rage mode, you just pick that sucker up and like beat someone over the head with a freaking motorcycle. <laughs> this game is this game is crazy, man. It's like um, Saints Row levels of like hilarity, you know. But as for the story, uh, I'll go ahead and spoil it. So if you haven't played the game, and you're planning on playing it, guys. Uh, maybe fast forward or something because the story is pretty convoluted. I won't like hit all of it but uh the main character was gosh now i have to think kairu kairu is that his name um it's a it's a japanese (laughs) name uh -hmm. he is in the the yakuza and Mm -hmm. he's uh gosh i'm gonna mix them up real bad because there's two different characters you follow throughout the game he is trying to uh isn't he trying to make good on like his uh, family name or something? I can't remember. James, he's, help me he's, out. He's framed, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, he's the one that gets framed because in the beginning mm-hmm. of the game, you fight this dude and you're like trying to get money off him, but it turns out like they kill some that loan guy. shark pays you to go like beat, rough up some guy. Right, but they kill him in the empty lot instead, and they're trying mm-hmm. to frame you for it, and then. Mm-hmm. You have to like fight the entirety of the Yakuza basically, mm-hmm. um, and fight Kuze, who's one of the four or five leaders of the Dojima family. And then he, yeah. you beat him, and they cut off his finger. And you end up fighting that motherfucker several times throughout the game. And, uh-huh. um, and what's funny about that, just while I'm thinking about it, is every time you meet one of these bastards, you see the four lieutenants, and they look like middle-aged kind of fat Japanese guys. But mm-hmm. then they grab their, their suit and they pull it off and they're like ridiculously ripped. Mm-hmm. Every one of them is beyond and, ripped. And catted up all, all and, the Oh, way. yeah. Well, that's Yakuza, you know. And that, I guess that's uh-huh. why they're ripping their shirt off is to show you their tats. I don't know. It's weird. But <laughs> so, yeah, you get framed and then you have to do all this shit to try and uh, – make better on your name and the other guy um and i can't think of his name for the life of me right now he uh fucked up years ago uh, with his brother and where they did some shit and the yakuza got mad about it killed his brother outright and took his eye and made him basically be a a peon a pawn for the Yakuza. He's still technically in the Yakuza, but not really. He has to run uh, this kind of like a casino. Um, 
and he's not allowed outside the city. The city is his cage until he can pay them. I think it's like five billion yen or something. It's a, a obscene amount. And in, but he's in the background also trying to uh, make good on his family name and uh, unravel what's going on. Um, as far as, you know, the Yakuza and stuff are going, he, he ends up finding out about the same empty lot that, uh, Kiru got framed in. The whole reason that Kiru got framed was because the Yakuza need this empty lot for a revitalization project that, uh, they're trying to buy out all this land. They found out about some, like someone's coming in to buy up all this land. And if they don't have that empty lot, then the deal will fall through and they'll go somewhere else. And they can't, mm-hmm. fig- they can't figure out who owns the lot. So they're trying to figure it out by, you know, causing a murder to be there, I guess. I don't know how that, happens but then uh he starts unlocking some of that figures you eventually figure out who owns the lot with him and it's this blind girl who's she's only become blind because of uh she got traumatized earlier on um i'm explaining this poorly um she got traumatized earlier on because her uh, family was slaughtered in front of her, I think. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was her and her brother were the only two that are left. But meanwhile, Kiru, he gets out. Of, they let him out of the Yakuza, but now he's got nothing to do. Well, this guy comes to him and says, hey, you're an amazing Yakuza. You're the type of person I want in my organization. And he's a real estate agent named Tachibana. And he's got the, immediately you notice he has one arm. And he uh, he's super powerful. He actually has enough power. He can shut down the city for like 10 or 12 seconds. But that's as much strength as he has before. Like the, he's got some kind of technical abilities. And then they the uh, Yakuza turn it back on and stuff. Um, but he's trying to edge in and get the empty lot for himself so that he can um, then use that to be able to knock the Yakuza Dojima family down a peg so that he can actually start making money within the city. And throughout the game, like you learn that Tachibana is actually the brother of the blind girl. And Hmm. that when they were separated, she got sold into basically sex slavery. But all she could remember was that um, the guy that sold her into sex slavery had a tattoo of a bat. And at one point, you see Tachibana has a tattoo of a bat on his arm. So you think it's fucking him. But it turns out that this is very soap opera like it turns out that motherfucker um, actually joined a gang when he was young with this guy named Oda. And they were like a real small gang. And Tachibana was like so much more powerful than Oda and his gang. He kicked all five of their asses by himself that they pledged their loyalty to him. And out of kindness, he got their gang set to, which was a fucking bat. And it turns out that Oda, once he realized that um, the blind girl that uh, he he was had in sex slavery was Tachibana's sister, he tried to keep them apart so he wouldn't find out. And it's this whole convoluted shit and a bunch of people start dying and you're kicking guys asses that are supposed to be old guys, but then they rip off their shirt and they're fucking bodybuilders <laughs> and it's ridiculous. It's a lot more convoluted than that. I mean, but those are like the, the major points. And then like, you know, you, you do everything you need to do and certain people are killed off and stuff. And for some reason, the guy with the eye patch who was like my favorite character in the fucking game at the end of the game, he decides he's going to um, become a total twat, quits wearing suits, starts wearing a crocodile skin jacket with no shirt underneath, cuts his hair like Justin Bieber. What? 
And it's like, it just was like, it it left a sour taste in my mouth, but, um, game's good. Storyline's a lot more convoluted than that. Like I said, I just hit the high points because I'm not going to sit here for like three hours explaining everything, but Mm -hmm. it's super fucking good, man. This sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like a giant soap opera and everything's interweaving and everybody plays a part and, uh, certain people that like at certain points you'll think, oh, it's this motherfucker because they'll show you just enough to make you think it's this going on. And then, nope, it wasn't him. It was this other guy all along and all that kind of stuff is prevalent throughout the game and the acting is incredible and there's all kinds of just really great scenes and stuff throughout the game uh really can't personally i can't recommend it enough it's uh one of the one of the favorite games that, that i played this year it might be my favorite ps4 game at this point i mean that i've played it is super fucking good i can't believe you didn't get further in it james i said like i said i played 10 12 hours and you know maybe i'll finish it it, it it, it, ca- it captivated me. I'm just, you know, my wife's in nesting mode right now. So oh, she's doing all sorts, all sorts of jobs whenever I can. So I try and squeeze in when I can. I still got about 10 hours. Let me ask you this. Is this a prequel? Do these characters yes. appear in, in yes. latter game, yes. games? Kiru is in every wow. Yakuza game. In the last Yakuza game, he's oh. in his 50s. He's the main character. I started playing okay. Kiwami because I have it on my PS4 through uh, whatever the PS Plus. And I was like, all right, I'll start it and see, like, watch the opening sequence. And they have the other character in there as well in his, like, douched out crocodile uh, mm-hmm. jacket and stuff. And I was like, all right, so he's back. And apparently cool. now there's a, a little girl as well. So I think Kiru mm-hmm. has a child in between the first and the second game, which is Kiwami. And then, like I said, there's like six of them or something. And then a couple of offshoots. But yeah, all the characters, it's like one big story. And I'm kind of invested now, man. I kind of want to just play the next one, but I'm not going to immediately. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Isn't this okay. supposed to be a rehash of the first This one? is a rehash of the first one, I think. Yeah. Is it? Is it like, this is like canon now? Yeah. Oh, the, no, this is... Like, man, you know what? I yeah. I wish Saiten was on here. He's played all of them. I've only played this one thus far, so that's all I can attest to. But yeah, I saw you do one fight. I thought it was just cool as fuck. You're fighting that really tall guy. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about the really big guys. Uh, I, I did you did you fight any of the Mister Shakedown guys, James? Yeah, like the Mister X of the game from Resident Evil uh, Two. There's yeah, like, yeah, I did I did fight him a couple times. That's he was he was spooky. There's the three of them. There's three of them. In, there's three different guys for each guy. guy for each guy, and oh. it, it can be the same guy each time you. Oh meet okay. any one of the guys they come back with more money and are stronger they'll have a full a whole nother life bar and new moves and i beat the one guy that looked kind of like sergeant slaughter so many times he was worth two billion yen and i was like i even tried to beat him then i was like i'll beat him one more time and you, you had to spend a long time fighting <laughs> I, spent, him too. I spent like 30 minutes fighting his ass and he's like halfway and i'm like i this i can't do it because you can cheese these guys. You can dodge uh-huh. out of the way and hit them one time. That's what you did. And that's what I was doing. You know, because you were in thug mode, too, yeah. I remember. If you let them hit you one time, you go down. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention uh, the guy with the eye patch. His three modes are thug mode with a bat, because he fights he, he fights with a bat that never uh, breaks. And that, mm-hmm. and then he's, or, or maybe that's bat mode. Thug mode, bat mode, and then dance mode. He actually has a dance mode. <laughs> Where he dances like a break dancer, and it's awesome. It's my Jesus. favorite favorite mode for uh, 
like killing a lot of people at once because he'll like go into these whole like full breakdance spin kicks and stuff and hit like everyone around him. So badass. And it looks cool too, you know. I mean, I like breakdancing. Who the fuck doesn't like breakdancing? But anyway. So there are three of these big guys? Three of those big guys, Mr. Shakedowns. And each time you beat them, they come back with a little more money and are a little harder. And I beat a bunch of them, but uh, I only beat the one guy so many times that he was worth 2 billion yen. I, I spent most of my time doing side quests on the eye patch guy because I enjoyed his moveset a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. So I played a lot of his stuff and ended up beating Mr. Shakedown many times with that guy. And like I said, there's all kinds of other stuff. Like there's a whole weapon side quest that you can do where you meet up with this guy that um, makes weapons and you can find components for weapons and bring them to him and uh if you've unlocked how to make that weapon you can make actually make new weapons and stuff through him and he will also train you in all the different weapon types and you can send people that you recruit to go look in different areas around the world for components that you need to make certain weapons and they have a probability of success dependent on how much money you give them and how good they are at finding whatever item it is so there's this whole other side quest where you can find and make weapons too then there's a fishing thing that you can do where you can fucking catch fish and do all this side quest with fish and cooking and shit and i know and there's there's another one too that i'm fucking i'm forgetting so much because there's so many side quests it's fucking unreal you know, and then there are like masters that you can learn new moves from. Like there's the rush guy that you can train with him. There's the dance guy you can train with him to learn new moves that way. It is so unbelievably huge. There is so much mm-hmm. you can do. You could play this game for easy 100 hours. I'm sure of it. I'm sure. And not unlock everything. I have one PS4 game and I need this one now. Well, yeah. <laughs> you should, Yakuza's awesome, man. Yakuza's it'll, so it'll, 19 It'll captivate you. Yeah. $19. What? 100% worth it. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's only 19 bucks. I don't even know where we are at Prepare time. to invest a lot of time, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You'll be. It, it took my life over a little bit. So <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. I, I, I could legitimately talk about Yakuza 0 for two hours if I absolutely had to. Uh, we're already at like 45 minutes or so. So unless something like pops into my head, I'm just going to shut up, I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. James, you had anything going on? You've been buying, playing anything new? No, I just got uh, uh, play uh, the Spider-Man game, which is possibly our next one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just popped that in the other day, just played through a little bit. So, yeah, I'd like to put, make that our next game. Not not really much else, man. Like I said, the, the baby's due in uh, 10 days. So oh, we're just God. That time we're, is... Uh, 10 days? 10 days, 28. So oh, we've just been... We've been doing all sorts of house projects. I've been every day I have something assigned to me. So I I'm imagine. spending a lot of my time there. Are you going to um, be able to still do the podcast with two little ones? I will. I have to. <laughs> I have to have something. That's just me, right? Oh and I think I have, I'm on summer break now, so I'll well, have time. I have time to do something. Well, well I'll try um, and we'll try and keep the games a little shorter, or at least your role. I won't ask too much of you, you know. I'll try and fill in as much as I can, you know, because having a little one is crazy. I know. Well, the, the David's still going to go to daycare, so we'll have a little one, but we're both home, and we'll take turns. We'll get it done. Yeah. How old's David uh, now? Three? He's two. Two? Okay. Two. Two, two, two. How'd the Magic Tournament go? Tell me about it. I went three and one. 
uh, I lost. There's a busted ass, broken ass deck right now that is completely yeah Hogak, which uh, maybe one or two of our listeners will know anything about modern and be like, oh yeah. But basically, right, they released a new set. There's a new card that completely broke the format, and mm-hmm. it's almost to the point where if you're not playing that deck, uh, you're you're just gonna lose against that deck. And that's kind of yeah. like both this week and last week. My only loss was against that deck. I, yeah. I just can't beat it. So three and one, I don't know what I placed. Uh, probably third. Yeah, third. Now, I was going to leave it to you since you paid my way. Winston paid my way because uh, I'm broke as crap right now. Uh, spent too much money on, I don't know, dildos or penis mm-hmm. enlargers or uh-huh. something. But, um, I saw him buy them. Yeah, I bought, yeah, a, I I bought a whole mess them. of them, and I chained them together and used them as some kind of nunchucks because I'm totally down with the Yakuza now, and I'm just living that as my real life. <laughs> and I'm just using anything I can find as a weapon. I do have a question about the game. Okay, uh, sure. Whenever you were fighting the big guy, whatever the fuck you, whatever you call the, the big guy. Uh, yeah, the shakedown guy. Uh, maybe it was just uh, when you were fighting him, but I thought you told me the best uh, fighting style was Thug. It might have just been because you were fighting that guy. I guess it. I don't uh, know. It, it was uh, Thug against those guys. Um, yeah, I, I like that fighting style against them because it has a kick that uh, if you dodge out of the way, Thug style has a kick where you hit triangle and no matter where like you are, you'll do this flip kick into them and it kind of heat seeks in a way. Like wherever they are, he just flips towards them and kicks them. So I could dodge out of the way, do that once and then dodge again to not get hit and you can cheese them that way and that's how I beat uh, those particular guys. That's Those are the two that I got up to like the million and two million dollar yen marks um, mm-hmm. because with Kiru, it's a little hard Harder. I didn't unlock any moves like that with him. I'm sure one exists, but I hadn't got to that yet. So, yeah, that's why I was using Thug against oh, those yeah. guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a funny game, man. Like, you can get a sword and you can, like, stab it right through someone's uh, gut as a special move. And then, you know, when they die, they're kneeling on, I'm sorry, sir, I'll leave you alone. And you're like, no, you're pretty much dead. I'm pretty yeah. sure you're just going to die, bro. Yeah, that, uh, you, you need to get to a hospital, you don't, like... You don't, you don't get up from getting hit by a cannon. You know? <laughs> I just shot you with a cannon. How do you even carry that? You don't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it, that's part of what makes the game great. It doesn't take itself too seriously. So, yeah, love it. Serious? I guess. Yeah. So you're thinking Spider-Man next, James. Thinking Spider-Man. All right, man. I'm going to have to it's pick got great up. reviews. It's oh, only yeah. 20 bucks right now. So 20 bucks at GameStop or 20 bucks as a digital download or... I think well, twenty bucks at Target and digital down, and from Amazon. So all right, I'm definitely gonna buy a physical copy. I hate you know me, man. We uh-huh. we can I go agree. we can go over that till you know. And people, I see the merits of downloading um, games. I you know doesn't I've got a room full of games and it's terrible because it takes up the entirety of my room. But no wait a minute. when <laughs> when games are no longer able to be downloaded, like look at. Uh, Telltale Games right now. Uh, Tales of the Borderlands just came off of Steam. You can't download it on PS4 anymore. So if I want to play Tales of the Borderlands, and I do because I own it and I want to play it, Mm -hmm. and I never have, uh, if I hadn't bought it physically, I wouldn't be able to get it digitally now. You know, Um, and a lot of that's happening with a lot of games. And 
I think people are starting to realize the importance of the physical copies, and that's why companies like Limited Run and Eight Retro Eight Bit and stuff are able to make these uh, games that otherwise wouldn't be getting out to us. These digital copies, like our Thimbleweed Park that we covered a while back, mm-hmm. um, that was never meant to be a physical game, but the uh, sure as shit was. And you and I both got copies. And uh, if I want to play it twenty years from now, I will be able to do so. Yeah. So gotcha. yeah. That's damn right. All right, man. So Spider-Man for the next game. Um, this is the Spider-Man that's come out within this last year. Yeah, so that'll be two yeah, PS4 games good. in a row. Uh, I know that uh, listen, a lot of the listeners, you know, they see retro RPG in the tile, and they're like, what the fuck, these guys are playing brand new games. Well, uh, we like to play what we like to play. And if you don't like it, you know, I guess you can quit listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Or, or just write in and tell us, hey, man, get because like the last big show we had where I had the most response was when we did Crystallis. I had uh-huh. four or five people write me about how good a show that was. Oh. And I haven't had anyone write me since. I even, <laughs> I even on the end of, uh, I think it was our off-topic episode we did. Uh, uh-huh. I don't think we had many listeners on that because at the end I put posted a contest and no one wrote in about it. <laughs> <laughs> I said I might have a prize, I might not, but no one wrote in. I actually, uh, I know you a lot of time won't listen to these episodes, James, because you heard them the first time. So, uh, but at the end of that one, I posted uh, instead of a, you know, normally I post music from the game, but because it was uh-huh. off topic, I just posted like 30 game songs from like old retro games, and there were little snippets from all. And I said, if anyone can send me something with all of them, I might send them a prize, and no one even attempted it. So maybe it was just oh. too hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was some in there I wasn't even sure of. I was like, fuck it, put that shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never figure this out. Ain't nobody played Lynx on the Sega CD. No. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't on there. Spoilers. That was not one of the songs. Uh, uh, but yeah, okay, Spider-Man, I'll pick up a copy in the next couple of days. We'll do that. Uh, you take care of that wife of yours, man. Uh, she's yeah. ready to pop. And uh, let us know when the kiddo's here so that uh, we send you a congrats and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Winston, you got anything you want to plug? You were barely here. Uh, I mean, you guys play the game, not me. I just did a little bit of Mahjong. I mean, yeah. the only only thing I can relate Mahjong to this game is uh, the only reason I know how to play it is because I watched an anime called Akagi. And uh, the first episode is this kid named Akagi knows nothing about the game, wanders in off the street with this uh, dude that's down on his luck, just losing. And uh, he asks Akagi, hey, you know how to play Mahjong? He's like, fuck no, I don't know how to play Mahjong, but the cops are looking for me. I'm going to hide out here. Learns to play right then. He's playing against the Yakuza. They're all playing against him. It's supposed to be like a free-for-all game, basically. And he fucking kicks their ass. And that's his fucking series. Hmm. He just does that shit all... Oh, so he's just yeah. a savant at Mahjong somehow. He's like hmm. some 13-year-old kid, yeah. He doesn't know how to play and just kicks their fucking ass. Next levels them, be like you wouldn't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how else... Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, I got nothing else. Uh, everyone listening, uh, you can find us uh, at... I don't even think our retro game core is up anymore. I think I failed to pay for it. So don't go. Yeah. And no one was going there anyway, James. I think I got two, two or three messages. The entirety. We had that website up. I paid $70 a year to have that site. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I paid it. It might still be up. I I don't think I paid it. We have a Facebook page. They can go to the Facebook. Yeah. Then most people will contact us through the Facebook, uh, page. Is it worth it? Podcast. We still have uh, RetroRPG.net. We're affiliated with Derek and Don through the retro RPG show. Um, listen to our friends over at the RPG show. 
while I'm at it, you can contact me at Blaine. Am I at? Oh, I'm at Retro Cal Simmon, on Twitter. Simon Simon Bell Simon Belmont at Outlook, right? Yeah, you can you can email me, which I haven't gotten oh. an email in a while. It's Simon Belmont mm-hmm. at Outlook.com. You're at GoodBuddyJames at Gmail.com. Yes, uh, yes my yes. Twitter though is Retro Cal K H E L at Twitter, I guess. Yours is at James Milholland. Um, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it seems like we got something else we need to plug, but hell, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've got a. I don't think I've got an email in a long time. It's been so right freaking long. Like most people just <laughs> catch, catch up with us on Discord, which I always forget to mention. Discord. We share Discord with the RPG show. Uh, in the past, I've just directed any of our listeners there because I'm there every day, and they're like our sister mm-hmm. show. And uh, a bunch of us get together. We talk there every day. I'm there every day. James is there once a month or so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and about that. We, we we talk about. <laughs> everything retro gaming to relationships to like some harsh shit you know uh, one of the members lost his brother uh, recently and uh, we all you know kind of reached out to us and we kind of uh, talked about you know some harsher you know realities or you know sometimes people have uh, relationships problems stuff I mean it's everything and in between we're a really tight knit cool group of people and come check us out there is a link at the RPG show's uh, site or you can message me directly I'll send you a link um, yeah great community uh, like I said we talk there every day I can't think of anything else to plug so until then keep it retro and we'll see you next time see you later. <laughs> <laughs>